Where is this thing on? <clears throat> Testing. Oh my gosh, this thing is dusty. Ooh. Oh, wow. Oh, I saw the particles. Oh my god, there's a spider on it. Ooh. Ooh. Oh god, there's a family. <laughs> well, this is what you get when you take over a month off. <laughs> Look. Sometimes, we were busy. Sometimes you just need a reset. Sometimes you, you, there's nothing coming out for a couple weeks, and then you also just, like, you got a lot going on. Busy girls, busy summer. Yeah. Sometimes you get a promotion, okay, and then you have minor panic attacks associated <laughs> with it. You take a week off, and you're fine. And you, you know what? Sometimes that's all it takes. It's just yeah. taking a week off, clearing your head. Uh-huh. Sometimes taking, like, many years off. Many yeah, like yeah. some, like just some people do that, I guess. Some people take like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. How many was it? Six, six. F- four, five, five. No, mm-hmm. four, four. Twenty seventeen. It felt longer. Right. Well, we'll get into that. Yeah. We'll get into that. And also on my end, it's like I'm working until uh, I'm Pacific time right You're now. Pacific time. So like there are nights that I am working until eight, mama. Gross. Well, what time do you start? Um, I try and log on sometime around the 10 o'clock hour. Okay. Um, because I'm trying to, like, go later to be there later, etc. But, like, at the same time, if I don't have a meeting after, like, after 6, I'm off. Oh, hell Hell yeah. No, bye. And even, like, 5 on a a Friday, I'm off. See ya. Bye. (laughs) Come on. But lots of changes. And so, uh, Mm -hmm. to all of, uh, our faithful leaders, Mm -hmm. um, thank you for... Sticking with us, bless you. You're gonna you're you're in for a treat of an episode. When we when this album came out, I think for me it came a little bit of a surprise. Like, oh my gosh, it's already here. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and it was uh, also kind of an album that we were both were looking forward to for a very long while. Very long time. Delays happen. Delays, Mama. Which Delays. we'll get we'll get into. Yeah. Um, but before we do, um, there are like I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. But I have like so the album that we're viewing obviously is Solar Power, Solar Power by Lord, mm-hmm. which I think if you ask any of the guests that we've had, any of them, nearly I would say I would say maybe like two thirds of them, okay. as well as like many of my friends, Lord has been like in their top five in their oh, holy yeah. trinity. Like everyone, like melodrama, they're like no one, like I. Melodrama is my favorite album, and it's like, well, bitch, get in line. It's a great album. And so, like, when this uh, when this episode came out, um, it was pretty tough to be able to choose, like, to find the right person mm-hmm. to be able to um, be our guest for the episode. Yeah. And so we're, instead of going with someone that has been on the show before or that clearly has expressed a lot of interest in this mm-hmm. episode... Mm-hmm. I really wanted to bring in someone that was going to bring in the vibe of the album and uh, yeah. offer a brand new perspective. And we said, Mother Nature, you got someone for us? Yeah, so um, looking for someone joyful, someone that brings a lot of warmth into our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, carefree. Carefree, um, um, bright. Follows its own schedule. <laughs> you can say that again. Um, 
Sometimes in, not there when you need them. In some ways, is a, is a star, but also in some ways, is much bigger than a star. Might explode one day. Might explode and one day. Kill all of us. <laughs> um, so just like um, New York City is one of the characters in Sex and the City, yeah. our special guest for this episode is none other than the Sun. The Sun. Yeah. Way to go, son. We love you. We love you. We cherish you. We are so excited for you to be here. And you know what they say. I hate the winter. Can't stand the cold. I tend to cancel all my plans, much like we canceled our podcast plans for For a while. while. For a while. Um, So, so Simon, a lot to unpack with Lord and the history of of Lord. Would love to know your perspective. What's your background with Lord? Any stories you have? Sure, yeah. Well, I mean, like anyone who was alive at the time, Royals came out of nowhere, and you couldn't escape it, you know? You really couldn't. You really couldn't. I was on the bandwagon immediately. Um, Pure Heroin came out when I was in college, and I remember it was played on loop for a period of time between me and my roommates. Like, it is, it's definitely an album I associate very heavily with that time. Um, And, like, how many people release an album and then David Bowie, before he passed, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Like, is, like, this person is a musical prodigy genius. It's like, okay, that's, you know. That's a lot. It's a bar. You definitely put the bar there. Now. And then Melodrama came out and was like, okay, you hit that bar and passed it. Like, congratulations. So I'm, I've been a big Lord fan. Um, Holy Trinity would be, I think, disingenuous, not because I don't like her, but um, it, ju- it just hasn't been that. Um, but I am a big fan. I think she's so talented um, and just like a kind of a strange bird, which I like. You know I like a strange bird. Oh, she's very strange, but also yeah. like in, in a way just like unaffected by her fame. For the most part, I would say. Especially, like, first two albums. Yes, 100%. And, it, like, even this album, it like, we can get into it. I think there's, yeah. there's things to unpack with that. Yeah. But, like, mm-hmm. her as a person is just, like, using normal vocab. Like, yeah. in talking about this album, she was talking about how she, like, was just hanging out with, like, her friend friends. And it was just, like, we're going to do what we want. Like, not sure. worry about it. Yeah. Um... My a weird part of my experience with Lord is when Royals came out. I was um, a promotions intern at um, oh, yes. Clear Channel Radio Stations, <laughs> yes. um, which is home of Cities ninety seven. Shout out KDWB, mm-hmm. Cool one hundred eight. Mm. I think there's more, um, but it's like an empire, it's an empire. But yeah. like Cities ninety seven was on the pulse of this song before anyone else like Interesting. it was weird like they were actually one of few radio stations to be playing uh royals and very early on, early on the bandwagon and then it was catching on mm-hmm. and then it started to show up on kdwb oh, yeah. then it started to show up everywhere mm-hmm. and i remember that summer um we were at the state fair <laughs> um and we were, weren't getting paid we actually had to pay to go in to volunteer to, that's to be an insane. intern yeah fucking clear channel is the worst <laughs> um, which I ended up leaving after day two at the fair. I was like, this is the final two weeks of the internship. I don't need the credit for I'm this. Done. I'm just not doing this. Bye. 
and they're like so unprofessional blah 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 blah. Oh, fuck off but like for they every year they'd make a, a fair t-shirt and for that year they had a royals quote on it okay and Do i you still have it I didn't. I didn't want one, oh. and I also, and also, like, I probably, would, I probably, like, looking back, I'm like, did, would I have had to pay for it? Probably. But like, yeah. For me, because that song was so heavily associated with a oh. really shitty internship. Like, I loved the song at the beginning when I was when the internship was like kind of fun, and I was with some really cool people and the whole thing. But then when it came to um, like it becoming super popular, I was like. I'm done with Lord. She's not that great. She's over. I can't be. I can't be here for this. <laughs> like, and when Pure Heroine came out, like, did not even attempt to give it a listen. Really? Did not even attempt oh to try gosh. it. And so, and same thing with melodrama for a, a while. Like, it, uh-huh. t- it it wasn't until after she was at um, at XL Energy Center for her the, the melodrama tour. Mm-hmm. After that, that I finally like gave the album a listen, and it like I don't know. I can't remember exactly, like, what the state I was in, in terms of, like, emotion, but, like, I remember liability just hitting me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think that there's something so, like, raw and true about, like, feeling, like, I I, I, I think I can remember the, the, the situation where I was, like, with... I was kind of new to the gay scene and um, trying to like find my place within it. And I made some, some friends that we were like really, really, really close. And then out of nowhere, it kind of felt like they were distancing themselves. Sure. And I like very similar to liability in terms of feeling like they take you, they get excited by you. You bring some new energy to them and then they just toss you aside. Yeah. And I remember being like, this is, this girl's got it. Yeah. And I remember green light coming out and like that song was also just like, so good. Um, yeah, yeah, I think both albums were so successful at just, like, tapping into, like, visceral emotions that were super relatable for us at the time, even though we were probably going through, like, very different things. Very different things, but I think what was so masterful was just, like, the way she, the way she used the, like, words to kind of, like, it felt very yes mm-hmm. very like you nailed it like yeah. this feels exactly how i feel yeah. very easy to be able to put yourself in that situation and it, it it i felt like it tapped in in a in a way that a lot of artists don't that they try to connect in that emotional like rawness mm-hmm. that she just somehow did in melodrama more than i think i've i've seen by nearly any other artist mm-hmm. Um, obviously I went back, um, and listened to her older work and fucking loved it. And I still like, I'm like, girl, what was I fucking doing back then? <laughs> I don't like XL Energy shows, so I don't even know if I would go see her at XL Energy Center anyways. Well, but now you don't have to because she's at the Armory. She's at the Armory. She's at the Armory. And we got tickets. We have, we have tickets. We you might see us there. Bring, bring your merch. We'll sign it. <laughs> Can you imagine we set up a little booth and we're like, come get your Lord merch signed. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Bopper Flop. Bye, Bopper Flop. We have it here. God. Um, Jesus. So when, uh, obviously, so talking a little bit about the history of the album, but before, I guess before we go into the album, um, I do want to ask, because this I think this is actually very topical to our podcast, especially like the, the monetary side of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um Mm-hmm. If you've been uh, a leader for a while, you yeah. you 
may remember that we've advertised that we have an OnlyFans account. Oh my god, yeah. We, um, should, we should get into this, yeah. This um, is tough, this is tough. And in just yesterday, uh, OnlyFans announced something that could really change the landscape mm-hmm. for how mm-hmm. our podcast makes money in the future. Yeah, as you know, OnlyFans is about 99% of our revenue uh, stream. And um, as you know, as a lot of people have done in our society, um, you know, we've really, you know, they built their platform on the backs of Instagram thoughts and sex workers and then just decided, oh, see ya. We'd, we'd rather have crocheters on here. Yeah. Look so, at my quilt. So yes, OnlyFans is moving away from hardcore um, pornographic content, which means so are we. So um, you won't find pornographic content or content on our OnlyFans anymore. Um, but you can find it on For My Fans. For My Fans. Yeah. Isn't it just for fans? I think there's both. I think they both exist. <laughs> we'll do some re- PA. We'll, we'll look it up <laughs> after this. We'll make our own. We'll make our own service. <laughs> fans only. <laughs> <laughs> fans only and it'll just like it'll it'll um <laughs> we'll do the inverse of the color palette. What if okay? What if what if fans only was just where uh there is no content creators? It just is like where fans can just chat with Hang each out. other. Yeah, about anything. I love that. And you can be a fan of anything. It's a single forum. It's we'll edit <laughs> this out and start production tomorrow. Uh, well, this is already patented. Um, thank you, uh, mm-hmm. local law firms, for patenting this. Thank you. Um, you're a proud supporter of the podcast. You're that extra 1% that we needed. Thank you. Um, okay, so history of album. Yeah. Do you know the background behind the album? Uh, vaguely, I know it was supposed to come out earlier, and then, like, her dog died or something, I think, and she's like, I just can't do this, I need a break, which I get, I totally get, God, if my cat died and I was releasing a creative project, forget it. It would be, forget on, it. It would be on hold <laughs> indefinitely. <laughs> Never coming out, mama. Um, and then, Do you I think know, Rihanna's cat died? Uh, about Is that eight, why? I think eight cats have died at <laughs> Rihanna's hand. Well, okay, well, that's probably why she hasn't released anything. Yeah, that's why. Ugh. But, um, and then she, like, took a trip to Antarctica, and, she did. Yep. And I think a lot of the album was inspired on that and like just na- nature in general. I don't know. I didn't do a lot of research. Yeah. <laughs> she, in all of her interviews, she's definitely like, yeah, I went to Antarctica and it, this yeah. is such a bad accent. Just, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I went to Antarctica. <laughs> That's not what she sounds like at all. And it was so crazy. <laughs> it was absolutely crazy. It was absolutely crazy. God, I, I, I don't know what the fuck. That sounds like Adele. You sound like bit. Nicole Kidman doing a Russian <laughs> accent. Well, well, um, she said in all of her interviews, like, it's inspired by nature, etc. And there definitely are songs on the album that have a nature inspiration or, like, are kind of about the the freeness of being outside and the that that energy. But I would say that this album is truly kind of about just being free. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you're right about so, some of the songs on the album were written um, pre-Dog Dying, and I, I think that a, a good chunk of the album was written in that, that time, and it was ready in that time. Mm-hmm. And I completely would understand that if you're 
putting out an album called Solar Power that's all about this freeness and this happiness and finding like peace with yourself and who you are. I can imagine that having your dog die probably isn't the time to put out that album. Oh, God. Yeah. But I would say that, like, uh, so, I mean, the, the album, it's pretty much all about either being free with nature. It has, like, a kind of a magnifying glass on some of the, the different parts of culture. Like, um, I, don't, I don't even, like, think of, like, goop. <laughs> yeah. Things like that where it just is, like, trying to take care of your, your body and your health and doing these weird fads and these weird exercises or whatever else, like, people buying into all of that. that um, she's kind of putting a magnifying glass on that and going, like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. And I think, too, I did see some interviews um, where she was talking about, like, yeah, this album, there's no royals on this one. And I'm fine with that. I'm not going for that. This is a, like, I don't have that expectation for myself. This is a totally different project. So, like, buckle up, sweets. And I, I will say that, like, uh, she's also been very clear in, in, like, the entire promotion of the album as well as just, I, it, she's very much said on the record that she's not looking to be playing at stadiums, not yeah. looking to be playing at these large-scale venues that she could easily sell out. Mm-hmm. Um, as she did with Excel Energy Center for Melodrama, she's looking to just do what, like, feels right for her. And I think that's where she's truly going, like, I found myself, I found where I find happiness and where mm-hmm. I find joy. And um, I'm not going to let record labels or fans or, like, whoever dictate how I live my life. And that's also, I think, like, she probably could be doing a tour that's, many many uh, months longer like mm-hmm. a taylor swift level where it goes on for a year yeah but i think she, i think her entire tour is maybe two months long is it really and it's a world tour two months long oh, yeah geez. she's not going to every city like i don't think that well i guess we got lucky we we got lucky like sure. she's i think probably like 20 states have have a, a lower concert in it which is just kind of kind of crazy yeah. and i did notice like there's definitely a shift with the promotion of this album, whereas, like, the first two albums, I feel like she, like, interviews felt a lot more rare and few and far between, whereas, like, I feel like she turned up the interviews a lot for this one, which makes sense. It's, like, it, it's a, you have to, like, control your messaging after you release pure heroin and melodrama. Like, you have to, like... Set Make the expectations. it clear of yeah. what this is going to be. Also, it's a weird time to release music, just in general. It'd be a weird time to release music just as Lord, like, being what she is at this point. So, yeah, it was. it's very interesting just to see how that cycle has shifted from albums one and two to this third album of, like, how she is putting her voice out there more into the public. It's just, it, it, all of that is very fascinating to me. But I would even say further than that, when you look at how, like, 
what her press tour has been for this album, mm-hmm. you can kind of tell that she was like, I don't want to do just regular interviews. Well, she went day drinking with, with, uh, Seth, Meyers. with Seth Meyers. She did the... the she did Hot Ones. The Hot Ones. And thing. she did amazing. She did amazing. She's so good. <laughs> the, was, she was a viral sensation of people like, I was does she have taste buds? Does she I have like... Lord, God. That was incredible. Good for her. But like, she very much, she wasn't on Ellen. She wasn't on like late night talking with the the host it was truly like if i'm gonna have to do this can we at least find a way to make it fun mm-hmm. like give me the fun places yeah and that's where we ended up like that's where she ended up with like all of her different press tours so it, it it's been super fun i uh i also ordered so i this is uh, for a, uh, in a first, I ordered the solar power vinyl, and you don't have a record player. I don't have a record player, but I also bought. She did like a music box. Oh, so instead of this, there's no CD for this album. Oh, that's right. Yes. So instead, she has like a box with this, that's like the same size of a CD that just has like random knickknacks and paddywhacks. Okay. I don't know what I was doing. It ended up being thirty dollars. <laughs> I, I haven't gotten it yet. I'm excited to get it, but like. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's a little wackadoo, but, you know, save the environment or whatever. I This is where I, like, she also, in all of her interviews, too, was like, this isn't an environmental, like, save the planet album. Huh. Like, that's not my, like, that's not my job. I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to <laughs> raise questions about conversation. Mm-hmm. Truly, I don't understand where she was going with that. Like, yeah. I, it kind of, like, you could go, like, all she needed to do is be like, like, the climate crisis is real. Next question. Yeah. Yeah, like, whether or not, but she, instead she was, like, in a, in a weird way, she was kind of dancing around, like, it made me go, like, is she a climate change denier? <laughs> or is she also, like, a, trying to appeal to that base? Because I feel like both things she doesn't need to do. Right. Strange. Makes no sense. Strange bird. Strange bird. Yeah. Strange bird in, like, everything she does. Um, but I will say that, like, album came out um, yesterday. So we're, we're doing a next day recording. We are. So I have listened to the album three times. I've done a AirPod listen. I've done a over-the-ears noise-canceling listen. And I've done a turn-on-my-speakers-blast-it-in-my-apartment-listen. I've uh, I've probably done maybe five or six listens through. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say one true listen that was like pointedly looking at the lyrics, pointedly trying to find the stories, mm-hmm. and pointedly trying to go through. Like even reading uh, on Apple Music, she has a song by song. Um, reading through that to understand kind of a little bit more about where her head was at, and then listening to the song. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've done a little bit a, a little bit of the background with it. I will say that overall, I don't know about you, but it, it does, one thing that I, I always care about in an album is that it's a cohesive kind of package. Like, yes. it's true beginning to end. Mm-hmm. You're getting the same thing. It's not wackadoo. You have some ups, you have some downs. It's It tells a story, the whole thing. Yep. I will say that, like, on that note, this album did that. Mm-hmm. Um, this album really truly did feel like a cohesive package throughout. You could tell that um, this is another one of those Jack Antonoff albums that like, Mm -hmm. you got the Taylor, you got the Lana. I think that is also something to chat about because I, 
I do feel like Jack needs to maybe, I don't know, maybe take a different kind of project for a little bit or like maybe not focus on pop girls for a little bit because I do feel like there are some things that are bleeding together. So one of, one of the albums that I um, listened to in our in our brief break that I would have loved to to do uh, record for mm-hmm. was Bleachers. Jack, yeah, yeah, literally yeah. Jack Antonoff. Yeah, mm-hmm. that album is like we could easily go back, but like that album is a bop. Really, I like Pitchfork did not love it. I loved it. it Interesting. It very much felt like uh, almost. Sp- like what the killers has been trying to do in like imitating Springsteen, Jack Antoff just yeah. did effortlessly effortlessly of like that rock that like Speaking of the Killers, do you say that they got their seventh UK number one? The UK loves the fucking killers. They could put out like literal trash. Anything. And the UK is like, yep. Fucking the we'll I, like take it. Also, we're not gonna review that album because that album was a fucking joke. I haven't listened to it yet. It's not don't don't waste your time. Really? I like the killers. I think like I I will go back and say that like imploding the mirage fine album good album fine album like there are definitely some duds on it but there are like a good chunk of tracks that I enjoy and I could listen to the whole album from the end just vocally Brandon Flowers like oh my god so good kill me so good this album though like I don't know what Mm. it it somewhat I I think that like it was the label or something was like okay, well, if you're going to announce the Imploding Mirage Tour, there's got to be new music to go along with it. And he was like... Weird. Well, we have these, like, maybe seasides. <laughs> seasides. Oh, no. Not good. I, I even talked to a friend of the pod, Noah, about it. And, oh, he's, yeah. and we, we yeah. were both like, yeah, this... Song last night, kiss, kiss. Kiss, Hi, kiss, Noah. Noah. Hi, Noah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I, I think, like, Jack... I, what, going back to Jack... Mm-hmm. You talking about how their albums or their their sounds all kind of have some similarities. I would say that they have similarities, but I think that like in my mind, and I, I, I've never met Jack, and I also don't know the the process, but I truly do believe that Jack just finds ways to amplify what the artists want to create. Mm-hmm. And he really like if you look at who he works with, and I'm I'm giving Lana a lot of credit here. Mm-hmm. He only works with, like, some of the most talented musician, like, songwriters, people out there. Like, For sure. That's that's who he works with, mm-hmm. which is both, like, a copacetic thing where he's getting a lot from it and they're getting a lot from it, too. But I think, I, I, I truly believe he goes, like, what sounds do you want to create? Like, let's, yeah. let's vision board this. Let's, like, put those on paper. Because I do think that there are some... Like Lord versus uh, Taylor Swift versus Lana, there is some bleed sometimes. Like mm-hmm. Stoned at the Nail Salon. When I first oh listened to God. it, I was like, let's, "This is a fucking Lana." Talk song. about that. No, and I would agree. I think he's like super talented, and I do think he is able to take on someone's voice and just like make it even better. I think he's done it more successfully in you know, not his most recent projects, just my opinion. But like when I think of, you know, like Norman fucking Rockwell for me is like the peak of two incredibly talented people coming together and just creating something that's like incomparable and could never be done by another producer. Like that's like not for nothing. The man is really fucking talented. Really, really talented. Um, 
And he did, he did melodrama. He did. Right, yeah. Yeah, no, he, he is... And that, to me, doesn't sound like anything else. No. Yeah. And I, I, I don't even... I don't think Solar Power as a package sounds anything like a folklore or sounds anything like Alana, mm-hmm. Alana Del Rey album. Mm-hmm. There, Stone at the Nail Salon in particular, the first few listens, it felt very... Just the... The, it, I think it also probably comes from the headspace. Lana, a lot of her songs are about kind of just being a little bit, like they're a little bit wispy and mm, yeah. um, not caring or whatever else. Um, and so there is a lot of similarity in that. And so I think those two things combined, I was like, fuck, this is, this is a Lana song. That's a Lana song, yeah. But after enough listens, I was like, I can see, like, in the total package, this totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. And as, as when you read about, like, kind of where she was with the song of just being, like, after tour, life slowing down, just realizing that, like, oh, I'm, I'm just, like, this is normal life and I'm mm-hmm. kind of okay with it. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Stoned at the Nail Salon, one thing I do like about this album is you can tell she's she's trying things out. You know? she, oh, she she's is. doing all sorts of things. A little psychedelic here, a little bit here. Love oh, that yeah. for her. Oh, yeah. Love that journey. Mm-hmm. Very into that. Um, I do think it's a pretty cohesive package. Uh, my first listen, I actually vibed a lot more with the back half of the album. Like To me, it felt more cohesive and like there's this there's this really tough tough thing to do just generally speaking where you it's very hard to come off as effortless right and to me the first half of the album i could see the cracks of i'm trying to come off as effortless whereas the second half just felt effortless to me and that was just like my first listen with my airpods right whereas i think you know, a second listen where it's just the music. There's nothing else coming to my ears. It did feel more cohesive in that respect. Um, personally, and like, obviously I'm not a music manager. I wish she had only released Solar Power before the album came out. I think it was the perfect single. It came out at the perfect time. Oh, yeah. The lyrics, everything about it was just like the right message, the right time. I don't think the other singles did that, and I almost wish I hadn't heard them before I listened to the album. I I appreciated the the three songs. I I, I appreciated like I don't like when they release half the album before the album comes out. I hate that. Yeah. I truly would enjoy us. I, I enjoy surprise releases. Like I enjoy it all comes out at once didn't know anything so it's your chance to be able to decide what songs you like and don't like mm-hmm. love that but i also like i think if if i'm gonna like the tried and true release like two single like announce the album release a single and two it's like a two-month lead you put out another song a month later and then you put out a song right before the album comes out like cookie cutter that's how you do it i didn't mind it I think I, I I think that Stone at the Nail song got me a little bit concerned about the Lana vibes, but then I, then I started to like love the song by itself. And then when Moodring came out, I was like, "Well, fuck, this is so fun." I actually yeah. really really enjoyed it, and I enjoyed the music video of just like <clears throat> there is truly something. It's it's things like berries where you go like 
for some reason you feel like you just need to take a picture that you you were at Barry's. Like if you didn't take a picture at Barry's, you didn't, you didn't do the go. workout. Yeah. And it, it just is like this like mentality that like, oh, I gotta keep up with what everyone else is doing. And then if yeah. they're telling me about this fad, well, I have to do it. And also like everyone's kind of they're always seeking this deeper meaning in themselves mm-hmm. or this this deeper purpose. And I think that her kind of both out al- both um, music videos were kind of poking fun at that a little mm-hmm. bit. And speaking of that, can I just say that I've, for the last three or four weeks, I have gotten rid of Instagram on my phone during the week and I've never been happier. Mm-hmm. Just, it's, it cuts out so much of the bullshit noise I don't care about. It's great. I do recommend if you're on the fence. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, I now have it on my phone full time again, which is fine. But you're probably not <laughs> looking at it. I don't have it's not on my home I don't think it's on my home screen but I also don't have the notifications or anything turned oh yeah on. no baseline for me so sometimes yeah. it, sometimes it's like five hours later and I look and I go oh I, I guess I have a message or something oh that's nice oh well yeah. and, and then, then I, the worst part is with that is like if it's a conversation you have to like mentally remind yourself oh yeah I have to go back and check yeah where that. am I where was that where was that <laughs> happening what was going on there yeah um but yeah, I think so. One of the the criticisms of this album <clears throat> that that some people were saying was that it comes from a place of entitlement that she's able to have this kind of look down on people trying to um, find deeper meaning or to participate in these these um, I don't want to say cult like um, health and wellness trends, but mm-hmm. like kind of that. I think you could argue things like Barry's there is a cult mentality that is necessary for the business to do well. But also like in, I just finished, um, not just finished, but in the, in our brief hiatus, I finished, um, finding Nexium. Oh yeah. And it also feels very much kind of that whole thing where it just is like, and I, I also don't want to knock people that are, like, into their horoscopes or whatever else, but there's always, like, some, like, oh, well, uh, you should read this book. It'll help you find deeper purpose in yourself or whatever else. So, oh, um, what about your Mercury sign? Is it in retrograde? I don't even know what that... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I know enough to know that what you said doesn't make sense, but I couldn't tell you why. Or, like, like <laughs> just, like, I mean, like... And I, I don't want to knock, like, I know for, like, I know you've done tarot card readings and, like, you, uh, you have yeah. a little bit of that spiritual aspect and, yeah. like, not knocking it in any means because I think mm-hmm. there's, like, there's some fun in the spirituality of it of just, like, trying to find those things. But at the same time, like, I think that the culture that we're in right now, it's become uh, even, like, tenfold of, like, it's everywhere in life of just, like, trying to find your community or yeah. whatever else in this whole thing. It's like everyone is looking for that one thing or those couple of things that are going to show them how to best live their life, like a prescription. Like, right. like the whole, like, specifically, like, horoscope and tarot, I can speak to from my perspective of, like, tarot specifically is something I've done a couple, three times or so. And it's something that I can pull positive perspective from, which I then take to put into the framework of my, the existing framework of my life that benefits me. It's not like, I'm not looking at my horoscope and making life decisions based off that. No. And, and, 
Like, there, that is crazy to me. To me, the way you just described is kind of like, I've done acid once in my life. Mm-hmm. And when I did it, it was, uh, it was truly just an up and down um, of going in and out of these streams of consciousness and these discoveries about life. And like, I came out of it a completely different person. Same. Because I was there when you did, I did it as well. And it was probably my best drug experience. It was incredible. It was like... It just gave me such more appreciation about like interconnectedness, etc. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which going back to Solar Power, she said this album is not an acid album, even though she did acid and she didn't like it, or like it was it wasn't right for the album. Sure. She's like this this is a weed album. Oh, for sure. But I will say that there are a lot of parts and pieces of that where it just is kind of this enlightenment that she's kind of gotten from that. But I also I, I think on the, the flip side too, in terms of her giving this this commentary on these things it's not coming from a place of um her being better it's just her going like that's not for me Mm -hmm. this album like all of her albums is truly has been her talking about what she like what's going on in her life right and she's just going like i could i could go to like i when i'm in la it's really hard to to not fall into all of these things Mm -hmm. and this way of being and like Ooh, well, this is a $30 salad because um, they actually sang to the lettuce before they put it in the bowl. You know, like those types of... Free-range lettuce. Free-range lettuce. (laughs) Like just those types of things where it just... God. Like exactly that. She's she's like, it's hard to not fall into that, but like that's not really me. Like to me, she's like, I make enough money right now or I have enough money that I can just have my friends over to my house we're going to go to the beach. We're going to hang out there and just mm-hmm. enjoy summer. Like that, that is very privileged, but at the same time, like you can't be mad at her for putting out some really amazing work that we've all been worshiping. Yeah. I mean, she, she earned what she has and like, yes, she privileges, she has privileges. Oh my God. I, Jesus Christ. I feel like an idiot. Um, she has a lot of privilege in that, like what she has, become successful in is very lucrative. I wish I knew what you were trying to say from no. colleges. Because, like, I, I, was tr- I was truly, like, so far, this makes complete sense. And then you were like, fuck me, I did it all wrong. I think I just blacked out. To been, be there. Honest, you know. been there too many yeah. times. But anyways, like, yeah, it's not her fault that she has become successful at music, which is a huge industry, and thus she has made a lot of money and success for herself. Like, right. Okay. What I, and what I'll also say, too, is there's a lot... There's a, I don't know if it's a vocal minority or a majority. It's suddenly people on Twitter that uh, are kind of a little bit fresh. They're like, we want more melodrama. We want, like... Oh, that's entitlement of a vocal minority. It's, it, it very, it's very much like, we, like we, don't, we don't want this, like, throw my, my cellular phone in the water, like... <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm getting off the grid because I'm having a good time. Like... That's not that's not for them to to have the commentary. She's truly going like this is an album of how I'm feeling right now. Yeah. And the, the state of being and I think like for me it's a breath of fresh air to help have an album that is just so kind of not about sadness. Mhm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what I also like to me this is like another album that is like 
going to be associated with summer is going to be a, a, an album that I'll be playing when I want to feel summer. Mm-hmm. Very similar to a touch of the beat gets you up of your feet <laughs> and out into the sun and then the driveway, the whole thing by Ali and AJ. Shout out, Ali and AJ. <laughs> Shout out, Rachel. <laughs> um, but like, I didn't, I, I didn't need, when Solar Power came out, I did, I was like, yes, mm. this is the, the song that I need to have be my summer. Yeah, it hit every mark. And I will say, many nights at the, at, at the, the local bars, I would be holding up my phone. Oh, yeah. I've play seen Solar it. Power. I've seen it. It's not a club song, but it's you know sad. what? I don't need it to be. It's my song. I enjoy it. I love That's it. That's right. That's right. So, closing thoughts on the album, Bob or Flop, what, what do you think? Again, it, there's a lot of growing to do with the album for me. There's a lot more. Hey, yes, keep in mind we've had this in our ears for a day. A day. Um, I would go as far as to say that this is definitely. I mean, it's definitely a bop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it very much helps that she released Solar Power ahead of time to help tell us exactly what to expect. Agree. I went into this album going, it's going to be a Solar Power. We're mm-hmm. not getting a banger. We're not getting anything that's going to be at the club. We're not getting anything that's going to get a remix. Like, that's not what we're doing. And by setting that expectation, that's what made the album so cohesive. That's like where, when we reviewed Planet Her, mm-hmm. and it felt... I still love that album, by the way. I need, like, I need to go back with a fresh set of eyes. I think mm-hmm. I went in with, like, looking at the single Say So, or not Say So, looking at, like, Say So, but also looking at... Kiss Me More. Kiss Me More. Yeah. And going, this is the Doja Cat I'm expecting. And so and when it I was not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing happened with Positions by Ariana Grande. Yes. Positions yes. is very different than the rest of the it's, album. It's a bit of an outlier, yeah. And so it just, when, when artists do that, it throws you off. It when throws you, you off. When you enter the album as a whole, totally. So, yeah. Thank you, Lord, for Solar Power. Thank you for providing me with what could be my song of the summer. Stay tuned. But, like, an album that I'm going to cherish to bring me back to summer when we're in our cold winter months. Very cool. What about you, Simon? So, um, I'm trying to think of, like, the best place to start. Um, Like, I would just say, like, I never would want to be in a position that she was in where she has two albums that were so fucking good, and then you have to release a third one, like, I don't want that for me, ever, in anything. Like, I don't want that expectation. And she handled it, like, so seamlessly, it seems like. that's. And she's so young in such a crazy industry. I don't know how she manages to not become a crazy person. Can I just say this feels like it's not the same in terms of the music is more similar to the previous albums in terms of her sound is, is similar, but it feels very similar in terms of the whiplash of Lady Gaga with Joanne. Oh yeah. But instead of it being about the music, it Mm. was a lot about the perspective on life. Yeah. Um, Mm. But go on. Right. In her fake relationship with her aunt, she never met and has been dead forever, but whatever. Um, I don't know where that came from. That was dark energy. My God. (laughs) Jesus. Okay. Um, So for me, I think this is, I have like a group of albums that I can think of and I see in my head that 
when I'm in a place where I need to go to really feel a certain thing, I reach for them. And I don't think Solar Power will... I, it's not that kind of album for me. Mm. I think, like, where I'm at right now with the album, and I will be listening to Who a lot more, and we both have it on vinyl. Thank you. Too. Thank yeah. you, Aaron. Thank you, Target. Up. Thank you, Target. Exclusive. Beautiful vinyl, by the way, Target. Um, I think at worst, it can the, the album could be a little boring at parts, at worst. At best, I think it is a great album that is a a fun journey that's worth your time. Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, but I'm like, there's not like, like pure heroin and melodrama have that factor of just like, it fucking grips you. And like, I can't not think about those albums like fully when I'm listening to them. Solar Power isn't that for me and that's okay. I don't think it's meant to. Right, I know, I know. But like, but do you think like do you, I don't I wouldn't even as much as it's it's important for the history of Lord to know kind of her previous works mm-hmm. in terms of like the way you're approaching this album I think that right. she solidified this is um this isn't melodrama this isn't pure heroin yes. this is yes. truly this point in my life and so I think that like I would be hesitant to ever let myself compare this album to those because I think that they true she's telling you don't do that. Yes, and I'm trying to choose my words carefully. So yeah. I'm saying knowing that this is a very different project, looking at what she is trying to accomplish maybe with it, I still don't think it's as effective as the first two. Even just looking at like these first two albums had a very specific goal. This one has a very different goal and that's okay just looking at those separately I don't think it was as effective Mm. but I do think this album is a bop I will continue to listen to it a lot and I'm sure my opinions of it will change as I listen to it more um but I am very curious to know like what your top bop is on album I'm very curious so I definitely this is well one I would love to talk about a couple songs. Okay, we can do that. I'll definitely give you my top up, but okay. like, because um, there are just a couple songs that are standouts to me. Mm-hmm. That I like. We don't need to do song by song because I think that like, ain't nobody got time for that. Well, we've tried. Oh, hi. Oh, hi, hello, producer PJ. Oh, um, top up for me. <sighs> it's so tough because there. It's a toughie. It's a toughie. It's a real toughie. A part of me still wants to say solar power just because I think that, like... I mean, it really was a moment. It was a moment. It was a moment. It was... And it still will be a moment. And mm-hmm. it still will... Like... I still... The visceral reaction I have when green light comes on... Mm-hmm. You have that with solar power? I have that same, like... I can't... Like, this is perfect. I love. I love... Mm-hmm. I know it's the single, I know it's the lead single, but I think that it's like it, it hits in its own way in that in that that respect. I, I'd love to hear your uh, we do we wanna are we gonna listen I don't yeah. think we need to. I think we've heard it enough. Yeah. And we can listen to other ones too. I think okay. we should, I think let's let's save it for other ones. Okay. Okay. So top up for you, solar power. You're going yes. to solar power. Okay. So for me, interestingly enough, um, mine is mood ring. And actually when it came out as a single, I was not feeling it. Like, 
I didn't love it as a single. And there's something about the song, where it falls on the album, it just feels so right to oh, yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that was, I have to say, a very pleasant surprise going through the album. I think it was the second time through that I listened and then like confirmed third time. I was just like, yeah, that really did it for me right there. Can I say one thing that I loved about the video too that I didn't mention yet is mm-hmm. that Chelsea Jade, who is oh yeah, 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 like if if you know me, you know that I am a Chelsea Jade stan. Stan, um, not a stan. I'm definitely not a stan. I'm a fan. Okay. Eddie Washington is a is a, is stan. a stan. Yeah. Um, but seeing her in the music video, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. She's in New Zealand, so this is probably just like <laughs> who's available. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, but it was so fun to see her in it, but. Do we want to pause and give that one a listen? Yeah, why not? Okay. Let's do it. Well. <sighs> yeah. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's just one of those Lord songs where, like, every lyric hits exactly as it should. Right. You know? Yep. Yeah. Lands the plane, lands the plane. I feel like it's... Yeah. I love that Don't You Think the early 2000s feels so far away. Yeah, so I was like, yeah. In like I, I think that one of the kind of secondary themes to Mother Nature. Thank mm-hmm. you, son, for being a guest today. Thank you. She's been quiet. Been quiet. That's okay. But we, you, we can all feel her presence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's here. Um, is this this look back at her when she was in the pure heroine time period of just kind of going? That was so like it. Yes, that was. 20 years or like 20 years not 20 years ago 10 years ago but it still feels feels like like, fucking lifetime yeah just like how life's kind of weird in a weird way where like it both feels someone was telling me that um life time actually does move faster as you grow older yeah because you have more experience and everything else like that so everything just moves more quickly and like there's more kind of I don't know. Every it moves exponentially, so that's why, like, when you your twenties to your thirties feels a lot faster than your ten to twenty. Yeah, and your zero to ten probably feels like who knows long. But then when you look in the rearview mirror, you're like, holy shit, that went by so quickly. Honestly, I just turned twenty nine and twenty five. I feel like I don't even remember it. Yeah, and that wasn't because I was like, you know, doing things. That I, exactly would make me forget. It just honestly, I feel like such a different person. It's crazy. And that was one of the things too that I was reading. Like one of the things that people on, um, again, it's probably that same crowd that was like, twenty fourteen, you would hate twenty twenty one, you about Lord, and it showed a picture of Lord in twenty fourteen versus twenty twenty one, Lord. Oh God. And I and and everyone was and the most viral like quote tweet from it was like. Like, wouldn't we all hate who, like, who we are now or, like, what we're doing? Yeah. And I have to, I have to say, I feel like, on my side, I don't feel like that's the case. Yeah, no. I feel like 2014 Aaron would look at 2021 Aaron and go, You're killing it. He made the right choices. Absolutely. Like, life's going to be fine. Like, same. My life has gotten exponentially better in so many ways from, like, 25 to now yeah every year is like fuck 
but go, so going back to this, like there's there's the line about that, but there's also like the this, the premise of the song is pretty much just like I have to be looking toward. And this is truly the I have to be looking at my mood ring to tell me how I should be feeling. Right. Like <laughs> yeah. it's truly like I can't think for myself. Am I sad? Am I happy? Or whatever. Yeah. I need. It's the same thing with like when it goes to horoscopes. It's like oh, I'm gonna have a bad day because my horoscope told me I'm going to have a bad, bad yeah. day. Versus being like whatever like you get to choose how you want to go through life and like take what you want from it Mm -hmm. take what you don't want from it um so i truly like i love this song too Mm -hmm. and it's it's interesting you know the the whole premise of the song is so relatable especially to people our age gen z blah 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 of like there is so much outside noise in everyday life that you can allow in and don't get me wrong it is very powerful noise and like there are so many things that we can be connected to that may or may not be serving our best interests but at the end of the day we do have a lot of power to like shut that off we like we get to choose the perspective that we have Uh uh-huh mm-hmm Things can go really shitty, things can go great, or things can be somewhere in between, but, like, you get to choose how you react to the things that happen to you in your life, and you get to choose how you move forward from them. Yeah. Are they going to let you, are they going to make you shut down, or what are they going to do to you? Mm -hmm. And I think that's also just something that, as you grow older, you start to learn Mm -hmm. um, that you don't need to rely on those things to be able to find those who you are, you can start to do that for yourself. Um, but super interesting. Yeah. yeah. So uh, one of the other songs that I, I think I have two songs that I wanted to, to, to chat through. Okay. One, of, one of them is secrets of a girl who's seen it all. Okay. Do you, does, does that one like stand out to you at all? Do you... Um, just sonically, it wasn't my favorite. Okay. Well, let's give it a listen. Okay. With the let's lyrics and then, and then you'll end up, I think you'll come back with a new appreciation. Okay. Okay, yeah. so this this was the song going like into to, like recording this that was contender to be my top bop if it wasn't for Solar Power. Okay, and I think it will probably eventually it could overpass. Oh, it could overpass. Okay, okay, what, okay. What did you What did you get from the listen? Um, from the listen, still sonically, just like not my favorite but the lyrics are like really fucking incredible it is like it's insane and like and for someone who is not that old she dispenses a lot of wisdom it's really impressive it i think it truly like as we have gotten older and we have been able to go through experiences we have been able to to say what find what we like find what we don't like take the good get rid of the bad like i don't want to do that anymore i'm going to do this more i'm going to like whatever that looks like and this song is like the encapsulation of that of just uh, she she was talking about the song and how it's about her talking to her herself at a younger age and being like this is all the advice i would give you you're gonna you like and it's the same thing like especially like with people in a, in a weird way it kind of feels like a little bit of a, a queer 
song too of mm-hmm. like we all go back to when we're think about when we're younger we're like I wish I could tell myself like it's gonna be okay oh my god you so know so many times over and then like two weeks ago but just like the um dancing with my girls only had two drinks then leaving is like also I think it's it's I couldn't tell you what song it was from one of her previous albums but it truly is uh a reference to, I mean, it's ribs. It could be I, ribs. I think it is ribs, yeah. And it's like, uh, it's also, I guess it's been a while since you last said sorry crying in your dark, uh, in the dark at your best friend's parties. Like, that's very melodrama. And talking about like how you've had all these different things and it's like, you're going to be going, you're going to be growing older. Um, there's the other line where it's like, um, da, 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 where is it? Um, not it's not the Robin end. <laughs> the Robin interlude. Remember all the hurt you would feel when you weren't desired. Liability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like this is truly like her going back and kind of it's this is the culmination of the album of her going like I'm growing, I'm learning, and those feelings were very valid, and I I can still put myself back in that that spot but I'm doing so much better now and you will too so like keep on keeping on yeah I what I really like about this song is just the idea of growing to be comfortable with leaning into emotions even if they aren't like the most fun emotions to feel um and like for me I as I've been getting older and um you know, finding out more about like, w- like what anxiety in my life is and how that manifests. Um, like, and let me just put it out there. I'm like so privileged in that. Like it, there is so much privilege in yes, having something like depression or anxiety, but being able to explore it safely in a way where you can still maintain your life. Like, right. Like, girl, I got health insurance as of two weeks ago. I have this bomb-ass new therapist. I can, like, afford medication. And, like, I have an amazing support system of friends who, like, get that I have this shit. And I can have real conversations with them about it. Like, it, like, yes, things like sadness and jealousy and those bad feelings, they suck. But if you lean into them and you can find ways to explore it you can learn so much and gain so much perspective from them it's like like that's one thing i got from looking at the lyrics of the song that i really appreciate and i i think um you you nailed it right on the head i think it, it just to me this this song I don't know, it makes, it makes me like reminiscent and emotional a little bit about just how we've how far we've all gone, mm-hmm. but also putting myself back in the shoes and, and realizing that it, like, again, before we, before we listen to the song, like how quickly life moves and how oh God, just, it does. Yeah. you're like, if I can just make it through this year, like next year I'll be better next year. Like when I'm older, it'll all be okay. Yeah. And it's like, hold on, enjoy these years, like enjoy those moments, lean into those moments, learn from them. You, you'll make it through. It will mm-hmm. get easier. Yeah. Love this song. Yeah, so it like much. life like simultaneously moves so quickly and so slowly. It, like just at different parts. It's very strange. It's and so the, strange. The last song I wanted to go over before we go into biggest flops. Okay. Um, 
is the song Dominoes. It's it's a quick song. It's only two minutes, mm-hmm. but would love to listen to it in the chat. Big fan. Let's do it. Uh, mm. I I I love this song too. This is like this song also just yesterday um, was the secrets from a girl who's seen it all. Mm-hmm. Today was, was dominoes of of like. Okay. Yep. That hits. That hits the right way. Yeah. It's very interesting. Um, I love this like portrait of someone who consistently fucks up a lot, and in their reality, as long as they put themselves on some new path that they think is going to like fix the way they live their life, it completely absolves them of all the negative that they've caused for other people. Isn't that interesting? So, yes, I, I actually really enjoy that that's what you got from it. Cause yeah, that's what I got from it. I think I think that, like... Because I, I, I can completely see that angle, too, of the Mr. Mm-hmm. Start Again and the domino... Like, flicking your chances like dominoes. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's where you could probably get to that point. Mm-hmm. To me, this song felt very much like... After you've uh, dated someone for um, however long and you break up, um, sometimes you you look at them and what they're doing now is unrecognizable to to what your experience was with them. Right. Mm-hmm. You were very domestic and homebody. Mm-hmm. Oh, but now they're going out and doing things or they enjoy going to dance parties or yeah, whatever yeah, else yeah. and they, they weren't doing that before mm-hmm. and it's You're going kind of to whole foods before you went to trader joe's it, those i mean small things big things yeah. but it's, it's like you've created this brand new life and i don't really recognize you a little bit and i think i think that there's there's a little bit of i i catch a little bit of resentment in it oh i do too yeah but it's also i think it's it's it's, it's a resentment but she's trying to feel like, oh, isn't that just kind of peculiar? Mm, like yeah. a little bit like, oh, I, that's, didn't know you're interested in that. Or right. like the, right. the line of like, we used to do, uh, or now you do marijuana, but you used to do the most cocaine. It yeah. just kind of goes to show like, she is kind of jabbing in a little bit. Like, yeah, okay, you're going on a journey. Interesting. But it just, it, it's like, I, I do appreciate that I don't think she's necessarily truly letting it affect her. Mm-hmm. She's maybe it's it's one of those things like there are just sometimes people that will just occasionally pop up in your mind and you'll think about it and you'll be like, that's got me in a bad mood. But then you, you realize that's what's got you in a bad mood. She's like, I'm not going to think about that. Yeah, I'm not going to give that power. And I feel like she's not giving power to this Mr. Uh, start again. Yeah, like this song is her way of like, I'm putting it out there, I'm saying it out loud, and I'm keeping it in this song. And it, I, it also is like, it's a, it, I think the melody of it is It's like a great melody. It's, it's a, a cute, very, it's a very cute melody. It's a cute little melody. Yeah. Um, so we've talked about some of the songs. Are, are there any songs that like you felt like you really wanted to talk about outside of that or else? Um, let me, let me go through one more time. Yes. Oh my God. Fucking mood ring into Oceanic Feeling. I loved Oceanic Feeling. It was almost my top up. Should we give it a quick listen? Oh, yeah, why not? Let's okay. Do it. 
Oh man, what a fucking, what a fun journey that song is. Like if I had to choose one song on the track that I had to like live in, it would be that one. A hundred percent. It had a lot to it. Yes. I mean, at one, at one point, she's jumping off a cliff. Uh-huh. At one point, she is fishing. Mm-hmm. She's skinning that fish by herself. Mm-hmm. And really, within that, she is um, appreciating that nature, like, very much appreciating in that first half everything that nature has given her or given the world or, like, just how beautiful it is that, like, we live in a planet that allows for people for life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are many plants out there. Nah, that famously, that's not true. cannot. Famously. Cough, um, cough, the sun. No life there, mama. No. Brings life, though. Mm. Brings life. Mm-hmm. And then you get, like, pretty much a very clear pause and break into an entirely not different song, but different song. Yeah, a different, a different journey in that song. And that song kind of re reinvigorates the idea of her kind of she's not there yet with her enlightenment she's not Mm -hmm. there figuring herself Mm -hmm. out she acknowledges that but she goes you know what the girl i was back then i don't need her anymore i don't need Mm -hmm. that part of me i'm going to continue growing and uh giving myself the grace to be able to kind of lean into things to breathe out the bad problems. Mm-hmm. Like I think that her like breathe out, breathe out, breathe out. I just love that. Like it's like living in the moment. I just need to tune in and like breathe well, and like be there. Breathe. What she did there. I think like I was um, trying to like do it myself, but I think that that is, that's a meditation technique. Yes. 100%. Where you breathe, you breathe Which in. I do, thank you. It's a coping tool. We it, love. We love. We love coping Meditation's tools. great. And so it just goes to show that, like, by being in tune with herself, she's able to be in tune, like, with her body, she's able to be in tune with herself mentally and emotionally mm-hmm. and be able to be in a lot more of a um, comfortable place with herself. Yeah. And in tune with the planet and people. We love it. Once you're full, you're able to give back to others. That's right. You know? Mm. Um, I hate to go on to biggest flops. I know. Um, but we have to, contractually. Contractually, it's part of our obligation. Yeah. Here. Um, I'll start. Start it off. I'll start. Um, my biggest flop was stoned at the nail salon. Oh my God. It I, was. You know. You, you, I remember I was talking and you were yeah, like. Yeah. As a single first listen, I was like, LOL, I love this song. On reflection, I don't think it makes sense in the album. And it's not a fucking Lord song. It's Jack Antonoff copy-pasting bits of Wild at Heart and putting it into a Lord song. Yeah. Yeah. I can agree with you there. I can yeah. agree with you there. I, I think it ended up growing on me. Yeah, sure, sure. It, I, feel, I think it still ties into the narrative of, at least lyrically, yes. where a lot of the album is. Yeah. Music, like just the music quality of it is almost blindsiding to me. I didn't love it. I didn't love that part. That part. Yeah, it. Yeah, it. It could be. It, it could be in a trifecta of 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 floppier songs, mm-hmm. but all the songs are ones that I, I really enjoy. Um, What's yours? The man with the axe. Yeah, yeah. It that also to me is almost not a Lord song. I don't know what like. It feels like an older rock kind of vibe. A little bit. Yeah. 
it's um it's the the song about like falling in love on the album mm-hmm. and in in a weird way that that feels a little bit off but it also just the the lyrics plus the melody just really feel like just like a poem with a light jazzy piano behind it like there's yeah. not it, there's not much it's not one that stands out to me at the end of the day though i think i was like i spent a lot of time thinking i don't know about you but every week it always feels like it's either an album it's very easy to find the biggest flop or it's very easy to find the biggest or the, the top bop yes this is an album where it's a little bit harder to find the biggest flop and that's okay yeah yeah um mm-hmm. So we made it through the album. We made it through talking about Lord. L- loved, loved, loved being able to do this with you. Yeah, so it's, fun. To, it's good to be back. So good to be back. Uh, we have one final thing that we do, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that one final thing—that's right—is our single obsession. Single obsession. Simon, what's yours? So for me this week, um, I kind of stumbled upon. <laughs> thank you, YouTube alg- algorithm. Um, an artist named Agnes. She was on like Swedish Pop Idol or something. Yep, we love. She's got that song "Release Me" that you heard, and I, I promise you, you've heard it, and you thought it was Leona Lewis. It's not. It's Agnes. But anyway, so she has a more recent song out called "Twenty Four Hours," which is just a fucking bop, and the music video is so fun in eighties, and I just love it. Yeah. Love. What's yours? It's been a lot of weeks. Yeah, it's been a lot weeks. of single obsessions. I could, I could, I could give it to you. So I'm just I'm trying. I'm trying to stay in this moment of. Yeah. What's the one that like this week was like that you're thinking about? Oh well, that's actually it's. It's one of my favorite storylines of a song, or like, kind of messages of a song, which is um, Ben Platt put out his album last week. I think too, um, Reverie, um, and there's a song on it called "I Want to Love You But I Don't," oh. and it's. Very much that. It's like, you are a catch. You are like, I truly know that you would be great for me, but there's just something there mm-hmm. that... That certain je ne sais quoi, if you will. Something, whatever that was. Yeah. Yes. But it's fun. It's got a, it's got a, a cute little beat to it. Ben Platt's vocals are always super fun and, and great, especially when they're produced. When they're live, he tends to do a little bit too much vibrato. Oh, that's so calling him out. Call, calling him out, okay. Mama. Um, but that's oh, 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 how dare you insult Ben Platt like that? You know, some people are critics. <laughs> She's a big one. <laughs> but that would be my single obsession. I think um, if the other one I was thinking about doing was Electric by Katy Perry. I mean the Pikachu song. Let's just throw it out there. It's cute as fuck. It's okay. cute as fuck. It's, it's fun. got a fun beat, and it's, it's like fun. it just. It has like it legit has like references to the original Pokemon song, which you just don't love. You gotta stand. You gotta stand, Kitty Perry. You gotta well, stand. You, know, you played like that. that Pokemon Yellow or whatever color you were into. You got it. You have oh, to. Come on. Now. Um. So yeah, um, you can find us on Instagram at Bopper Flop Podcast. Maybe we will be up to date by the time this album this episode comes out. Maybe we won't. Maybe we won't. Who Maybe knows? we never will. I don't know. I think we're just gonna. I think we should just shift it up and just do the song or the album and then the the guest and just do two a week and just call it a day. Maybe even make it a slideshow. <laughs> make it <laughs> one post. One post a week. <laughs> Easy. Honestly, that's where I'm at in my life. 
You know what? Yeah. It's not good. We're doing it. We're just... We're, we're, that's how we're going to get through. Sorry, Manny. You don't get the full row anymore. Fuck everyone who becomes a guest at this point. Well, well that's how it goes. Yeah. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. Um, Simon, where can people find you on the weekends? Yeah, so I'm now... A, uh, as I was mentioned earlier, I'm a weekend instagay. Uh, you can find me at the realist Simon. Um, yeah. How are you? You can find me at... Uh, the Aaron, mm-hmm. um, T H E E H R E N. Weird, I know, but you'll, you'll get used, used to it. it. Yeah. Um, and you can, yeah, you can find us on Instagram, Papa Flop Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, please review us on on Apple Podcasts. I know, even in our um, brief hiatus, we were able to. Um, coerce some random yes. people to give us five stars. Yes, always always on <laughs> um, so if I find out that you're listening and you have not given a five star review, oh. we are going to be pausing oh. and getting that five star review, Mama. No, oh. that's how it goes here on the Bop Flop. Lovingly pod. threatening, lovingly pushed in a direction <laughs> where there's no other option but um, to give leave us five stars. <sighs> wow, this All is right. great, Aaron. All right, good, good seeing you, Simon. Good chatting. Yeah. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.